Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who struggles with mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough, exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. Hello, my gorgeous friends. Welcome back. I am so excited to actually share something with you that somebody shared with me. This mama shared this article with me when I was about to have my third kiddo and she gave me a bracelet and I didn't really understand it. It was a beautiful bracelet, but I I didn't really understand the significance behind it. And she told me, I will send you a blog post that will explain what it is that this bracelet means. I have a matching bracelet. I always wear mine because of this blog post that I'm going to send you. And you guys, holy kazoli. I'm not even joking. This blog post literally changed my life. And I too have a bracelet uh, that this amazing mama gave to me. And I loved this blog post so much that I honestly just wanted to dedicate one of my episodes to reading it to you. This was written by Glennon Doyle Melton, who is a contributor and best-selling author of Carry On Warrior. And she is the founder of Mom Mastery Parent. Every time I'm out with my kids, this seems to happen. An older woman stops us, puts her hand over her heart, and says something like, Oh, enjoy every moment. This time goes by so fast. Everywhere I go, someone is telling me to seize the moment, raise my awareness, be happy, enjoy every second, etc., etc., etc. I know that this message is right and good, but I have finally allowed myself to admit that it just doesn't work for me. It bugs me. This carpe diem message makes me paranoid and panicky, especially during this phase of my life while I'm raising young kids. Being told in a million different ways to carpe diem makes me worry that if I'm not in a constant state of intense gratitude and ecstasy, I'm doing something wrong. I think parenting young children and old ones, I've heard, is a little like climbing Mount Everest. Brave, adventurous souls try it because they've heard there's magic in the climb. They try because they believe that finishing or even attempting the climb are impressive accomplishments. They try because during the climb, if they allow themselves to pause and lift their eyes and minds from the pain and drudgery, the views are breathtaking. They try because even though it hurts and it's hard, there are moments that make it worth the hard. These moments are so intense and unique that many people who reach the top start planning almost immediately to climb again. Even though any climber will tell you that most of the climb is treacherous, exhausting, killer, that they literally cried most of the way up. And so I think that if there were people stationed, say, every 30 feet along Mount Everest yelling to the climbers, are you enjoying yourself? If not, you should be. One day you'll be sorry you didn't. Trust us. It'll be over soon. Carpe diem. 
those well-meaning, nostalgic cheerleaders might be physically thrown from the mountain. Now, I'm not suggesting that the sweet old ladies who tell me to enjoy myself be thrown from a mountain. These are wonderful ladies. Monkeys, probably. But last week, a woman approached me in the target line and said the following, Sugar, I hope you are enjoying this. I loved every single second of parenting my two girls. Every single moment. These day go these days go by so fast. At that particular moment, Emma had arranged one of the new bras I was buying on top of her sweater and was sucking a lollipop that she must have found on the ground. She also had three shoplifted clip-on neon feathers stuck in her hair. She looked exactly like a contestant from Toddlers and Tiaras. I couldn't find Chase anywhere, and Tish was grabbing the pen on the credit card swiper thing while the woman in front of me was trying to use it. And so I just looked at the woman, smiled, and said, thank you. Yes, me too. I am enjoying every single moment, especially this one. Yes, thank you. That's not exactly what I wanted to say, though. There was a famous writer who, when asked if he loved writing, replied, no, but I love having written. What I wanted to say to this sweet woman was, are you sure? Are you sure you don't mean you love having parented? I love having written, and I love having parented. My favorite part of each day is when the kids are put to sleep, to bed, and Craig and I sink into the couch to watch some quality TV like Celebrity Wife Swap and congratulate each other on a job well done, or a job done at least. Every time I write a post like this, I get emails suggesting that I'm being negative. I have received this particular message four or five times. Gee, if you can't handle the three you have, why do you want a fourth? That one always stings, and I don't think it's quite fair. Parenting is hard, just like lots of important jobs are hard. Why is it that the second a mother admits that it's hard, people feel the need to suggest that maybe she's not doing it right, or that she certainly shouldn't add more to her load? Maybe the fact that it's so hard means she is doing it right, in her own way, and she happens to be honest. Craig is a software salesman. It's a hard job in this economy. And he comes home each day and talks a little bit about how hard it is. And I don't ever feel the need to suggest that he's not doing it right or that he's negative for noticing that it's hard or that maybe he shouldn't even consider taking on more responsibility. And I doubt anybody comes by his office to make sure he's enjoying himself. I doubt his boss peeks in his office and says, this career stuff, it goes by so fast. Are you enjoying every moment in there, Craig? Carpe diem, Craig. My point is this. I used to worry that not only was I failing to do a good enough job at parenting, but that I wasn't enjoying it enough. Double failure. I felt guilty because I wasn't in parental ecstasy every hour of every day, and I wasn't making the most of every moment like the mamas and the parenting magazines seemed to be doing. I felt guilty because honestly, I was tired and cranky and ready for the day to be over quite often. And because I knew that one day I'd wake up and the kids would be gone and I'd be the old lady in the grocery store with my hand over my heart, would I be able to say I enjoyed every moment? No. But the fact remains that I will be that nostalgic lady. I just hope to be the one with a clear memory. And here's what I hope to say to the younger mama gritting her teeth in line. It's hell of a hard, isn't it? You're a good mom. I can tell. And I like your kids, especially that one peeing in the corner. She's my favorite. Carry on, warrior. Six hours till bedtime. And hopefully, every once in a while, I'll add, 
let me pick up that grocery bill for you, sister. Go put those kids in the van and pull on up. I'll have them bring your groceries out. Anyway, clearly carpe diem doesn't work for me. I can't even carpe 15 minutes in a row. So a whole diem is out of the question. Here's what does work for me. There are two different types of time. Kronos time is what we live in. It's regular time. It's one minute at a time. It's staring down the clock till bedtime time. It's 10 excruciating minutes in the target line time. It's four screaming minutes in timeout time. It's two hours till daddy gets home time. Kronos is the hard, slow, passing time we parents often live in. Then there's Kairos time. Kairos is God's time. It's time outside of time. It's metaphysical time. It's those magical moments in which time stands still. And I have a few of those moments each day, and I cherish them. Like when I actually stop what I'm doing and really look at Tish, I notice how perfectly smooth and brownish her skin is. I notice the perfect curves of her teeny elf mouth and her Asianish brown eyes, and I breathe in her soft, tishy smell. In these moments, I see that her mouth is moving, but I can't hear her because all I can think is, this is the first time I've really seen Tish all day, and my goodness, she is so beautiful. Kairos. Like when I'm stuck in Kronos time in the grocery line and I'm haggard and annoyed and angry at the slow checkout clerk. And then I look at my cart and I'm transported out of Kronos. And suddenly I notice the piles and piles of healthy food I'll feed my children to grow their bodies and minds. And I remember that most of the world's mamas would kill for this opportunity, this chance to stand in a grocery line with enough money to pay. And I just stare at my cart at the abundance, the bounty. Thank you, God. Kairos. Or when I curl up in my cozy bed with Theo asleep at my feet and Craig asleep by my side and I listen to them both breathing. And for a moment I think, how did a girl like me get so lucky to get to go to bed each night surrounded by this breath, this love, this peace, this warmth? Kairos. These Kairos moments leave as fast as they come, but I mark them. I say the word Kairos in my head each time I leave Kronos, and at the end of the day, I don't remember exactly what my Kairos moments were, but I remember I had them, and that makes the pain of the daily parenting climb worth it. If I had a couple Kairos moments during the day, I call it a success. Carpe a couple of Kairoses a day. Good enough for me. That's the end of the blog post, and I love that so dang much. I love the concept of Kairos versus Kronos. I love the concept of just embracing the fact that motherhood is hard and that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. That doesn't mean that you are imperfect. That doesn't mean that you are failing. That means you are completely normal. I remember very strongly one day I was just looking on Facebook and someone that I loved and admired who was a few years older than me had, I think at least two, maybe three small kids. And she posted on Facebook, just a video of them screaming and crying. (laughs) And I read the comments and she, as a mom was laughing and her, her caption to the video was like, honestly, I just have to laugh in these moments. Otherwise I just might start crying with them. 
And I read the comments on her video and so many people were like, oh my gosh, yes, mama, like this is so relatable, so relatable. And this was before I ever had kids, but I still remember that to this day. And it stood out to me so loud because I had never seen anything like that on social media. And just the other day, I had one of those moments where it was a Friday afternoon. I was so dang tired. I was done. It was one of those like, all right, I'm done being a mom. I'm done being a wife. I'm done being everything. I'm done. I just need to just not, I'm just done. Right. And I was just like, oh my word, I just need a break. I need a break. I need a break. I need a break. I'm about to break if I don't get a break. And instead I had her video pop into my head and I instead chose to record it. I chose to record all three of my kids crying and the mess that was just on the floor. And I posted it on social media so that maybe I could be that light for a future mama to know in her dark days ahead <laughs> that motherhood is not always Play-Doh and coloring and smiles and happiness and joy and cute things. It's, it's also mess. It's also tears. It's also frustration and learning and growing and saying, I'm sorry. And if I can be that for someone else, like this mama was for me, then that's good enough for me. Right? So I actually have six of these bracelets left over. Uh, the mom who shared this article with me, she gave me some extras and she was like, I don't know if you need them or whatever, if you want to give them away. And I, they've just been sitting in a drawer for over a year now, and I haven't known what to do with them. And so mamas, I want to give them to you. I only have six and there's a lot more than six listeners on here. So I want to do like a drawing of sorts where if you, uh, if you post about this podcast on your main feed and share it with others so that other mamas can know about it and know that they're not alone. I'm going to do a drawing for the six bracelets for all the people who do posts on their feed. Make sure to tag me so that I see you and I see it. You can find me at Bryn Wise on Instagram and uh, just Bryn Wise on Facebook as well. And make sure to tag me so that I, I see your post. I can enter you into the drawing and I want to give you these bracelets so that you can remember too. Kairos. And you can have that constant reminder of, you know what? Motherhood doesn't always have to be perfect. It's not always beautiful. It's not always enjoyable, but I am committed to looking for those moments. I am committed to really, truly looking into the eyes of my two-year-old today and seeing her the way that God sees her. I am committed to really listening to my four-year-old and hearing about the desires that he has and the love for Pokemon that he has. I'm committed to really holding my baby and looking into her, her eyes, her soul, and just loving her. And I'm committed to looking around me at all of the beautiful blessings that I have and appreciating them. I'm committing to having Kairos moments every day even if not every day is full of Kairos moments. There's just a few, but if I commit to looking for them 
how much my life will change, how much your life will change, right? And I think we all need this reminder every once in a while. So I really wanted to share that with you today. And one more thing I wanted to share before we wrap it up. This comes from the book Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And it's her one book where she really talks about parenting. And she has a lot of examples in this book about her own parenting journey. All of her books can help with parenting as well, but this is the one book that's really, really specific to you can utilize all of these things with your own children. And in the back of the book, there's a wholehearted parenting manifesto. And it's so good. I I just want to read it to you. And I I know in the past few episodes I've talked before about how I love the app Think Up for my affirmations. And this is actually something that I recorded in in first person and in my own voice to remind myself of the mom that I want to be. And so it's a part of my affirmations every single day that I listen to in my own voice. So I wanted to share it with you. Again, this comes from the book Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And it's the Wholehearted Parenting Manifesto. I'm pretty sure if you Googled it, you could find it too. Above all else, I want you to know that you are loved and lovable. You will learn this from my words and actions. The lessons on love are in how I treat you and how I treat myself. I want you to engage with the world from a place of worthiness. You will learn that you are worthy of love, belonging, and joy every time you see me practice self-compassion and embrace my own imperfections. We will practice courage in our family by showing up, letting ourselves be seen, and honoring vulnerability. We will share our stories of struggle and strength. There will always be room in our home for both. We will teach you compassion by practicing compassion with ourselves first, then with each other. We will set and respect boundaries. We will honor hard work, hope, and perseverance. Rest and play will be family values as well as family practices. You will learn accountability and respect by watching me make mistakes and make amends and by watching how I ask for what I need and talk about how I feel. I want you to know joy, so together we will practice gratitude. I want you to feel joy, so together we will learn how to be vulnerable. When uncertainty and scarcity visit, you will be able to draw from the spirit that is a part of our everyday life. Together we will cry and face fear and grief. I will want to take away your pain, but instead I will sit with you and teach you how to feel it. We will laugh and sing and dance and create. We will always have permission to be ourselves with each other. No matter what, you will always belong here. As you begin your wholehearted journey, the greatest gift that I can give to you is to live and love with my whole heart and to dare greatly. I will not teach or love or show you anything perfectly, but I will let you see me and I will always hold sacred the gift of seeing you truly, deeply, seeing you. So that's the end of the parenting manifesto. And when I recorded it, you heard it now, and it's written as if you're speaking to your child. And I instead changed the verbiage to be reminding myself 
of the person that I want to be, the mom that I want to be, so that I'm speaking to myself instead of to my child. And it is a beautiful reminder of everything that I hope to be as a mom and not thinking that I always have to be perfect and giving myself grace to know that, you know, this moment is hard, but I've made it through hard moments before and I'll make it through this hard moment again and we'll, we'll get through it together. And if we can laugh about it and brush ourselves off and not take ourselves so seriously, life just becomes a whole lot easier when we don't take ourselves quite so seriously. And when we give ourselves the gift of grace and the gift of making mistakes and the gift of admitting that we don't have everything all together all the time. So I hope this helps you mamas. I know it has helped me. And I honestly feel a little silly in sharing both of these things because they're not mine. And it feels like a cop out to make this my podcast episode. But at the same time, I feel very strongly that both of these things have changed my life so immensely that I want you to know about them too. And if you hear about them from me, okay, that's great. So I love you, my friends. Just remember that you are beautiful. You are enough. You are strong. You are capable. And when you have those moments of chronos where you just can't wait <laughs> until bedtime or you just can't wait until dad gets home or you just can't wait for your girl's night out, just know you're normal and look for those Kairos moments and try to enjoy yourself in the little moments of each day. You're amazing. I love you, my friend. I'll talk to you next week. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember, the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace. Thank you.